This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Here's your daily crunch. Coming up, no GPT trademark for OpenAI. But first, YouTube is introducing the ability for users to incorporate or remix a music video in their short-form videos called Shorts as the company continues to challenge TikTok. Given that YouTube has something that TikTok doesn't, which is a vast library of official music videos, it makes sense for the platform to leverage it to advance its short-form video ambitions. The move is especially significant as it comes a few weeks after Universal Music Group pulled its song catalog from TikTok, removing the ability for users to add music from popular artists like Taylor Swift, Billie Eilish, and Ariana Grande in their videos. There are four tools that shorts creators can use when remixing a music video on YouTube. The Collab tool lets you display the music video right alongside your own video. The Green Screen tool lets you use the music video as the background to your short. The Cut tool lets you take a five-second clip of a music video and add it to your short, while the Sound tool allows creators to take just the sound from a music video and use it in their short. Next, TikTok has launched a native and reimagined app on the Apple Vision Pro, the company announced on Thursday. The Vision Pro launched on February 2nd and already has over 1,000 apps specifically designed for the new device, and now one of the most popular social platforms is one of them. Although you could watch TikTok videos via your browser on the Vision Pro, the new native app allows for a more immersive viewing experience. The app also lets you watch TikTok videos in immersive locations like in Yosemite or on the moon. It also works with the device's shared space feature, which means you can watch TikTok videos while working on other apps. It makes sense for TikTok to want to provide a special app specifically designed for the headset, especially since other entertainment-slash-video apps like Disney Plus and Amazon Prime Video have done so. And the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office has denied OpenAI's attempt to trademark GPT, ruling that the term is merely descriptive and therefore unable to be registered. It's a blow to OpenAI's branding, but don't expect its competitors to start releasing their own version of the ubiquitous chatbot. ChatGPT is certainly the most recognizable brand in AI right now, being the most popular conversational model on the market and the one that most visibly took large language models from curiosity to global trend. But the name, according to the USPTO, doesn't meet the standards to register for a trademark and the protections a TM after the name affords. Incidentally, they refused once back in October, and this is a final 
an all-caps denial of the application. OpenAI argued that it had popularized the term GPT, which stands in this case for Generative Pre-Trained Transformer, describing the nature of the machine learning model. But the patent office pointed out that GPT was already in use in numerous other contexts and by other companies in related ones. For instance, Amazon has a listing for what a GPT is and how they use them, and plenty of others. The argument from the patent side is that GPT describes an aspect of the product, like if you had a cereal called Crunchios and tried to trademark Crunchy, in the case of ChatGPT, this is a GPT-type AI model, a concept OpenAI did not create and is not alone in offering, that you chat with. It may be recognizable, but it doesn't meet the requirements for trademarking. Now let's see what's going on in the world of startups. Back in the 90s, the notion of knowledge management was born. The idea that there is corporate memory locked inside employees who know the ins and outs of various systems. The problem was recording and updating that knowledge. Scribe, a San Francisco-based startup, has figured out a way to easily capture and document internal processes in an automated way. It's an idea that is apparently resonating with customers, with revenue up a whopping 400% last year, according to the company. And API company Kong is launching its open-source AI gateway, an extension of its existing API gateway that allows developers and operations teams to integrate their applications with one or more large language models, LLMs, and access them through a single API. On top of this, Kong is launching several AI-specific features, prompt engineering, credential management, and more. That's all for today. I'm Imran Sheikh, and for more from TechCrunch, go to TechCrunch.com. 